0: The loveracing.nz update. Your home for everything thoroughbred racing. Visit loveracing.nz. Racing's biggest fan. Yes, it is time for your uh, Love Racing update. The Grand Tour Racing Festival is back. Grab your mates and get on course. Visit events.loveracing.nz and find a race day near you. Uh, promoted up the order. We'll have uh, Giancarlo Italiano later this hour. Uh, is this the bit, Louis, where I just leave it to the experts, uh, you and our very, very special guest? Um, I, I go get a cup of coffee and just, you know, wander around uh, the TAB building looking lost and looking like a stranger and everyone looking at me going, who the hell are you and why are you in here? Well, you could go and find Stephen Hunt. He's probably downstairs somewhere doing just that. Um kidding hunty and i thought daniel had the opportunity there to say this is the part where i leave it to the experts so i've found somebody to come in and replace you for the next half hour (laughs) i was waiting to be absolutely left righted there thanks daniel uh yes stephen hunt is from the tab and he is with us now hunty how'd you guys go on the weekend i didn't go that good did the punters get one up or was it a good day for the bookies
1: look i think it was a mixed result louis Uh, good morning to you and all listeners um I, I thought Tirapa, even though there are smallest fields, in particular the features a lot of the good horses stood up I thought the track played in great order, which it has for the last 12, 18 months uh, so thumbs up to the club and the curator there. Uh, I think a few of the races that we saw a slight upset was down to tempo related, nothing to do with any bias on the track and, and then you had the other ballpark in terms of Trentham where unfortunately for that club had rainfall on the day and we had deterioration of track conditions and I think that's that's crucial to see how that track comes back, in particular for next Saturday, because we've got a huge time for Trentham in the next five to six weeks, how much damage that track has hit at Trentham on the back of last Saturday and the rain falling, so we'll see what that unfolds, because as we know we've got Two Cup Day on Saturday, and then we walk in or we move into uh, their feature carnival, which holds the Telegraph, the Wellington Cup, the Thornton Mile, etc. So uh, look, a bit of trepidation around that track going forward at Trentham, just the one unfolded on the weekend, but in terms of today, I thought it was a really good card, albeit there were some small fields, but some really good horses.
0: Well, they've called it the graveyard from time to time, haven't they? But it's almost like the the nightmare of Trentham's like a ten part series at the moment. Um, man we've just can't really catch a break, and you're so right about that weather. Now, mate, I noticed you mentioned Tarapa and Trentham, so I'm guessing that maybe the South Island lads haven't told you about the John Blackadder experience at Ascot Park in the weekend. (laughs)
1: Oh, look, I don't think I've seen anything like that. Um Which was Between you and I, Thaddeus Taylor was trading that meeting, and we're a bit short-staffed. He's not a trader these days, Thaddeus. He leaves it to the, the young blokes. But he happened to be trading that meeting, and he was sitting next to me at the time, and he said, I've never come across this. in my 10 or 15 years working at the TAB, where you had a couple of adder runners who were absolutely smashed on the marketplace. Uh, they went at least half their original quote and some, and they've mm. jumped out of the machine. They've led... Like a dollar eighty shot, and they won like a dollar eighty shot, in the home straight. Um, so, yeah, the rest is history. Uh, a lot of money from the South Island were taken home, and uh, and I'm sure they're getting used as Christmas present cash.
0: It was incredible. So, uh, if anybody missed it, it was one of the more staggering things. So, Diamond Girl in race four, I think opened around thirties or close to it. It closed at ten point four. Um, jumped Kendra backer uh, had obviously had the green light from uh, John to just push the button went out plenty she really only had to ride it over the last 50 metres and it fell in. Um, then quick story Sam win for John Black the same thing I think it was each way value at the, by the time of jump it was 240 a place on the close and ran second and then ears back was probably one of the best back runners on the day I would have had to have thought because it was tens into $3.60 and Demby Rose Tate it jumped led like a dollar saw, as you said, and just waltzed in. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. you got to, I mean, look, when you, you don't see it that often, and when you do, you just got to say fair play to John Blackett. I mean, he's just he's just done one, hasn't
1: he? 100%. Yep. No, he's got one over us there, <laughs> Louis. has to be said. And, look, it's difficult to get everything go your way in terms of getting That's the right. horse right there, investing the money, getting a nice dividend, and then the horse winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all those uh, fell into place for the connections. and fact, <laughs> the majority of the South Island that were on.
0: Mm. It's it's hard. It's not as easy. The old like classic punting sting. It just is. There's so yeah. It doesn't happen that often for a reason, right? There's so many variables when we talk about the great game, which is probably why it's called the great game. Let's go back to Tarapa. Um, let's start with the two-year-old race because I look at the closing price here. of moved to strike a dollar twenty. I know you guys were saying how much weight of money had kind of collapsed, and I guess the opinion of Opie Boston here. Um, the horse is bred on the. Uh, Imperatrix cross it's just really looks like a professional E2 they're talking about Blue Diamonds and it just kind of came around heels and, and bloused them, how did the race rate there hunty?
1: Look the, the race rated pretty well for a horse that was on debut, they never smashed a clock or very rarely juveniles um, but look he had a nice education going forward a few trials which he had one leading in and you got to respect what the word is out of the camp and obviously Opie Bossin and Look, as I say, the, the overall speed rating was comparable to what Valacious has produced, and that seems to be the number one seed in terms of juveniles thus far this season. So there's a lot to like. As you mentioned, a high price yearling is bred in the purple, and he's just got a lot going forward to him. He's buying by oh, I'm Invincible. He's still a cult. So, look, no surprise that they're, ch- they're, they're chasing the riches over in the Blue Diamond, because if he was managing to win that race with his pedigree,
0: Oh my well, God.
1: you're talking millions and millions, around that 20 million figure, and probably some. Um, so there's a lot of a lot at stake for this horse going forward if he can bring that A grade over to Australia. So, look, I want to go off subject just slightly, Louis, and just bear That's with right. me with a sec. But with these two-year-olds, and we've seen a two or three of them in particular this season, look, I don't want to show a recency bias, but we talk about the Karaka million. How can it get bigger? Look, it's very successful, no doubt about that. But how can we get this meeting to grow. And one of those options is opening the floodgates, the doors for the two and three-year-old age grade race. Now, I know NZB may not like to hear that, and that's fair enough, because they've chucked a lot of money in, it's their project, uh, it's their brand. But I think at the end of the day, there can be logistics around it where they can still be the name of the of the Karaka Million, uh, but still open these particular races, in particular the two and three-year-old to all horses, regardless of where you've been bred, We have been sold, and it really would add flavour to the two- and three-year-olds. Add one or two horses that are high-profile, that would be legitimately in the market. It would really grow those two races, and it would give a great status for going forward. where potentially those two races could become group one, because as it stands right now, it's restricted. Now, that means they can't be group ones, but it makes it very difficult, and it's just one Area or one possible option Where this meeting could grow in the years to come But look uh, There's a lot of people out there that get paid a lot more Than me that make the right decision But just thinking off the top of my head And looking at the horses in the last two to three years That have missed out in those particular races It could be an idea in the future
0: Very interesting Now I'm hearing this for the first time um, Not that I haven't thought about it, it, it Instant reaction From me Um I don't think it's a good idea. I tell you why I don't think it's a good idea. Because I think the race has an identity now and I think the Karaka, the New Zealand element of it is definitely part of the identity. Now, could the race be better? Could it be uh, a, a more explosive? Could it rate better? Could we have a more competitive market by opening it up? Of course we could, obviously. Um, absolutely, because then you, you, you're widening the field. I am not. I wouldn't dispute that. But do I think that would make a difference to Karaka Million Night? Do I think that the quality of the Karaka Million races, two-year-old, and three-year-old we have seen, have... Missed out Not really And I think that The audience that You're trying to target here For this race meet In particular Half of them Well actually more than half of them It it, it, it just wouldn't even Cross their mind It wouldn't even go over the head They wouldn't even know And the other The other half of them Is the breeding audience This is the Karaka Millions This is the night before The Karaka sales And this is the breeding audience Which are As you know Hunty Because of your family history And um, you know how much And what kind of A giant cog The breeding industry Has to the race track So so I think the way it is works. There are ways to make it bigger and better. And I like that you want to push the envelope and try and accelerate it. How do we make Karaka Million our one night of the full racing calendar, global racing calendar, that is got that has eyeballs from America, Hong Kong, Japan, um, the UK, Ireland, Australia, everywhere? How do we make it? if we have one day of 365 how do we make sure that it is globally a product um but i think the identity of it is that it is tied to the sale and i would keep it like that but i like it as a discussion point and i, don't, I, I think it's a really interesting point you make do I, am I, how was my retort
1: you know, fair report. And uh, look, maybe we can have a chat about it off here, Louis, because this is a conversation that could go on for hours. But you make strong and valid points, um, and and maybe it's a, it's a, another time for a discussion where we can go into a rebuttal scenario. But look, I, I think the beauty is, and I ho- I heard Paul Wilcox mention on the. Uh, throughout the media and even the last seven days that he is very keen to grow the meeting he's not just sitting on his on his chair going right yeah where it stands at the moment is perfect because he knows it's a moving beast the competition is a moving beast and he's looking at ways to improve it even though it's been very successful which i don't want to knock and that's that's the beauty about paul and the auckland racing club in conjunction with his own bloodstock so i think whatever going forward, they'll make the right decision um, and and it will continue to grow and be the best race meeting of the da- of, of the calendar.
0: Well, I mean, look, the four-year-old race is a perfect example of this. Um, what are we calling it? The Elston Classic, I think it is. Um, it, it's a it, absolute... It's a ripper. It's it's going to be uh, the Aotearoa alston park oh gee whiz i've absolutely butchered that name but something along those lines (laughs) uh the alston park Altador classic yeah there it is and that's a great example because we're getting the horses like legato sadly not prowess and i see legato in the futures here is is still boosted at three dollars but she's had to tighten in right we digress let's bounce through a couple of these other races uh pen dragon bet quintessa tokyo tycoon did they crawl and sprint here what's happened 100%
1: 100% Louis, it was a glorified call and sprint, so trust your eye because I think that's what a lot of people assess when watching it for the first or second time. They've gone out nine lengths below open class to the 600, so it really did suit the leader slash winner in Penn Dragon, who's run home 33 38 off the front. So it just was mathematically impossible for the likes of Tokyo Tycoon and Quintessa, and when you dissect what Tokyo Tycoon and Quintessa have produced in their last six, four, two splits, they are one and two in terms of the quickest throughout the whole meeting. So could have they done any more? Possibly not from where they were. Um, look, the overall speed rating was a very healthy 1.5 lengths above the class so the winner may be good. Let's not just respect the winner just because he showed tactical speed and he was able to get away with a little tempo or a little opposition uh, in the first six or 700 metres. So, look, Penn Dragon will be interesting to see how he goes and where he goes next to just see how good he could be but I'm not disregarding the winner. He may be one that's right up with our better three-year-olds and he has that advantage of having tactical speed. But look, Tokyo Tycoon, Quintessa, where do they head next? Well, I believe Tokyo Tycoon is heading to Boxing Day, the three-old 1400, which now, I now think is called the Auckland Guineas. And that will be a real line in the sand moment to see where that horse is up against the likes of Lupo, Solitario, etc. And Quintessa, well, we spoke about this yesterday on the phone, Louis, and where does she head? Well, she's got plenty of options being a three-old filly, but because she is as a three-year-old filly, I'd be leaning towards a Levin classic, that vital group one status on a CV compared to a Karaka for a uh, three-year-old race, but look, there's plenty of options, and there's no doubt she's right.
0: Summer, I would I would be pretty sure of that. She was really good in the Carlo stakes. I mean, she got the gun run. It was pretty simple in the end. Polygon's run was good, as was Zyla's. Uh, Pearl of Alsace, a bit of a head-scratcher, but I, I mean, to, to be fair, that race just kind of, I, I would imagine that race just looked like what it was.
1: Yeah, I think it did. Uh, Look, uh, give credit to Opie, who probably went in there with two or three plans, and that's the beauty about Opie, just see what unfolds, how the horse jumped and Campanessa jumped with the majority, put herself in the race. And she sat outside the leader for the first furlong or two and then eventually found the one out one back slot. Meanwhile, one, once that was unfolding, you looked at Pearl of Our Say, who closed in that 1-1 one, abetting, one was tardy away and found herself in the last third against the paint. So it was problematic from there on in around Pearl of Our Say. Saying that... I thought she was just a little bit disappointing her last furlong would say There's a few horses around her that were finishing off stronger than Pearl of our say. So where does she head? Possibly back to her happy hunting ground at Trentham and a thawnded mile at set weights and penalties. But there's a slight question mark around her. Um... But back on the winner, I think she's just a gun. She's lifted from her last up performance at Pukekohe. The overall speed rating was above the grade. Uh, they've, they've walked up, they've walked in front, which really suited Opie and Campanessa. to the 600, they ran 12 lengths below open class, and they've charged home 34.20, which is 6.7 lengths above open class. And that was only trumped by the three odd race, which we've spoken about earlier today. So look, horses to follow. You mentioned a couple, Polygon, maybe 2,000 metres. Is she good enough to contest a weight for age a bill, possibly not right now. And Hayo Sesbom, I mean, she's running r- r- well above betting expectation. If she can find it off track in the next two to three weeks, uh, look, she may be one that runs a- again above betting expectation because she was finding the line stronger than most.
0: Yep, fair enough. I, I just, I just, really think you can be patient with Pearl of Alsace like she only needs to win a group one and it doesn't have to be the strongest group one and for her pedigree and we know she's going to be a broodmare for pencaro so be interesting to see where they go uh Dionysus in the Sky City Hamilton Waikato Cup 2.2 pretty fair price at the end pre-defer ran well um we'll just leave that there mate uh Channel Surfer ran well Armino ran well got it all his own way. Now, we better finish with Trentham. The Phillies race at Trentham, it was awesome. A big day for Stephen Ortridge. obviously so close to Opie Bossen. And then I uh, saw Stephen saying, I think he's 98 black-type winners or 97 black-type winners. So getting still bang on uh, up in the eulogy would have meant a hell of a lot for him. $8.40, it was kept safe enough, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and she had wet wet track pedigree. Uh, the dam was by Lebeck Finn who had operated on a wet track. Satana Aladdin's are pretty versatile. So there was enough there and she had performed on the racetrack earlier in her career. It will be at a small sample size to know that she wouldn't be the worst chance on that rain-affected track, which we've spoken about, which hit Trentham on Saturday. So, look, she was back in the last two or three coming around the turn. They've gone pretty quick, which did suit here uh, to the 600. They've gone eight lengths quicker than the following race, uh, 65 mile. Um, And, look, the overall speed rating of the race was half a length below the class, which is no real knock for three old fillies this time of the year. Uh, my lip, seal ran a gallant second again had wet track form lines, so it'll be interesting to see if that horse can replicate on a better track going forward. And Chica Mahito looked the winner in the last furlong, Louis, but look, I've always had a bit of time for this uh, three-year-old filly, um, and I just felt that she may have felt the track just a tad worse to what was in her sweet spot, so if she can find an improving track which you'd hope so heading into the summer, don't let her go in some of the the the, the three odd races like maybe the Desert Gold etc back at Trentham but overall no knock on the winner she's a progressive type, she possibly heads to 2000 metres next start and she's got a lot of upside and watches an even bunch of three olds thus far
0: Hunty, appreciate your time as always mate, I know you've got a meeting to get to so we'll let you off the phone, Uh, great to (laughs) chat good weekend racing and um, good luck over the Christmas, uh, New Year period I hope we have some good jewels and we speak again shortly
1: Sounds good, Louis. Just quickly, Saturday races acceptances today, and the fields and prices will come out later on this afternoon. Then we've got the mouth-watering Boxing Day races acceptances tomorrow, and they'll be out later on in that afternoon.
0: Wait, so Boxing Day race markets? So for the next Tuesday, we've got markets tomorrow, Avo.
1: 100% acceptances come out, and that's how we unfold the prices. Once acceptances come out for premier days or premier uh, meetings, uh, they come out on acceptance day. So, look, it's real claustrophobic in the next 24 hours. Saturday races normally come out on a Wednesday. they will back a day just to give a bit, bit of room for the Bureau to operate on uh, next door. So there's going to be a lot of races uh, opening the next 48 hours for putters to get stuck into.
0: Oh, my God. Only have to deposit again responsibly, how good Open that wallet, (laughs) Louie Open that
1: wallet
0: (laughs) Yeah, you won't find a hell of a lot Oh, Better me than McCarty Thanks, Stephen (laughs) Cheers, mate There you go, Stephen What's what's this, I'll open my wallet and moths will fly out (laughs) (laughs) Surprise you found it It's on
1: the desk Don't worry, we'll get lost at some stage today, uh, that's just what happens in my life